following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Take three wrestling podcast coming to you December 22nd, 2022. I am your host, Ernest EJ Christian, alongside the fellas here, Mikey B, Fat Nash, what? Fat Hall, Michael, who's your gym? Hey, yo. Oh, we'll have Joe with us, uh, Skinny Hogan, in a couple minutes. I think he's on his way to your uh, abode. Mm-hmm. This is the last show of 2022, guys. Yeah, breaking news, breaking news to everyone at home. Uh, no show next week. We'll just come out the gate hot with that. Yeah, might as well. Let people know. So, like, get, get you yeah. get it in now I'm when I let can. People know a week in advance because Ernest can't let anybody else know more than, like, 36 hours. Well, I didn't get a confirmation on my, my sister's party until literally, like, two hours before I told you guys. I'm also so. referring to the fact that, you know, as uh, a member of the Earnestly Speaking podcast, I had to ask you if we were recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> no big deal. I, uh, I, I su- Look, I submitted all my paperwork to HR weeks ahead of time. I get, And you know what? That's you all I'm email, saying. You got an email back saying uh, approved. So uh, <laughs> I got I submitted and I got it approved. Uh, yeah, Jay, Jay Dillon sent me a fax. Big Jim time off accepted. Yeah, I got that taken care of. I got that taken care of. Absolutely. Just looking at a, a, a video of uh, Tony Khan's father, Shah Khan, on the uh, screen here. The Jaguars are seven and seven after this uh, three, next three minutes. AFC South Champions. I'm calling it right. Like I said, huh? huh? Oh no, no. Seven, I apologize. Seven, eight, I apologize. Times three, seven, eight. Also this weekend when they lose to freaking who they play this weekend again? They're playing uh, Tennessee's playing it's someone. Really, Houston. 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 Houston, they might lose that game. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, and the fact that there's a guy currently playing quarterback for the Jets—that's a fucking CFL guy. I say, I dude, mean, we we looked him up. He fucking was a backup for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Hell yeah! Not even really? a starter. Was he really wow. for the Blue Bombers? A bomber nation. Let's ride. A backup. So not, so not to go off. Not to go off topic quick, but uh, we just saw Zach Wilson's Jet career end tonight, right? We might have seen Zach Wilson's NFL career end tonight. No, Carolina will take nah, he'll, he'll get, on him. Get they love job somewhere. No Just way, man. Zach Wilson is going to either be in the USFL or the XFL within the then next lock year. Lock your doors. No, Zach un- unfortunately, somebody will pick him up to be a backup. Yeah. I he can know. hold a clipboard a lot better than Nathan Peterman. Can he? This is true. I mean, can Nathan Peterman do but any here worse? Is Nathan, but Nathan Peterman's probably not going to re- ask for as much money as Zach Wilson will want to. And all you have to give and, Zach Wilson is three milfs, a hooker, and some cocaine, and we're good. I think he'll just, he'll just go with the milfs. job still after the shit he's gone through the last couple of years, then Zach Wilson, sorry, sorry, has to get one also, too. That's for damn sure. All right. Bro, enough he, football. So yeah. Enough, enough anyway, football. Well, well, of course, for- football. Check it out on the Hullah podcast on Tuesdays and all that. stuff. So more football talk, of course. Uh, this guy here, Fat Hall, hosts, of course, every week. Um, so today's topics uh, to end the year. We're doing a little overrated, underrated 
Christmas edition. That's uh, Jim's uh, uh, here follow here. Around what will we like to see in pro wrestling in 2023? We'll discuss that also. In addition to uh, what, is, what is Joe's topic here? Uh, Joe's topic Joe's, oh, is pick a show. You get a free you trip get, to any show, not WrestleMania. Any show, not WrestleMania. That's easy, that's actually easy for me. Well, I mean, also, I mean, obviously, the easiest thing would be if you leave WrestleMania in there. A lot of people are going to pick WrestleMania, right? Okay, that's why right? Yeah. Because oh, and I, I got right, and I got more heel versus face. So, that's okay. so good. number one heel versus face, Paul Orndorff. <laughs> Ooh. Number number two, um, the genius, Mister Wondy, what Mister Wonderful? Anyway, uh, Jim, we're gonna, go through, we're gonna go with you first, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, I got a bucket full of topics. Like I, I know the three CT guys give me oh, shit. Green one. I still have, yeah, I still have all the McDonald's buckets. I need to get yeah. a better. I need to get yeah, a better Christmas. Three? Yeah, I got all three. You, you need McDonald's okay. to come out with. Uh, they need to come out with like a Grinch, Christmas bucket or Mick some Grinch or Mick uh, Mick Rudolph or something. Something. Like, give me something. <laughs> Mick Reindeer. Yeah, let's go. Actually, that's what they serve uh, in their burgers. Oh, wait, you are recording. Everything's recording, right? Uh, yeah, I, I waited for the little. I let, waited for the little red box this week. <laughs> sure. All right, let's uh, let's kick it off. I got a bunch of Christmas uh, Christmas themed. We'll go rapid fire on these guys. There's songs. There's music there's foods there's all sorts of things um so we'll go ej mike uh and if joe, once joe gets here we'll, we'll obviously uh, include joe as well oh hold on hold on hold on hold on before you start okay if you don't give me your goddamn wrestlemania card sometime soon i'm gonna shove my foot up your asses me Ooh, and jim have been right. done since fucking friday waiting yeah for your fucking yeah we 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 came to an agreement on ours on friday Literally a week violence. ago. Y'all want, want to put me and Joe together? I also sent you a text <laughs> on Sunday going, Joe and Ernest. I tagged you both in it. Yeah, I know. Get your WrestleMania <laughs> cards figured out so that Jim can make a graphic so that our fans can vote on it. You don't give a fuck about the what? What comes first? WrestleMania 39, which is now under 100 days away, or Ernest mm-hmm. and Joe submitting their WrestleMania card? WrestleMania 40. <laughs> That's actually probably accurate. All right. Option C, none of the above. Let's right. let's go here. Uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono's "Happy Christmas." The war is over. The song. I don't know that one actually. Uh, uh, that's a little shocking, right? I know. How do you not me, know, music, know that uh, song? Know that. Let me, hold on. Let me play it real quick. John, Lauren, you know that song, John Legend. John Lennon. John Lennon well, he said John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> John Legend. And I hate John Legend for the record. Oh my. God, I almost want to just end the podcast right now. And it's John gone. Lennon. How do you Wait, not? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, it's properly rated. It's a, it's a good, it's a good Christmas That's song. Fair. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right. It's probably not in my top five Christmas songs of all time, but it's not bad. Oh, I don't know the song. Yeah, it's definitely uh, underrated. Yeah, I know the song. I, it's a little title. I apologize. Yeah. Jesus, I was going to say, man. I love this. I love. I love this song. Actually, I actually love this song. All right. What would what, you have, uh, Jim? Um. So I'll go properly rated. I'll go properly rated. Yeah, I, think under, I think it's underrated. All right. I like a lot of Lennon's solo stuff. Elf, movie Elf, underrated. Maybe closer, maybe closer to rated, but I'm gonna say unrated because I, I think with all the all the classics that you have out there, I think that's still not given the respect it deserves. 
So what I'll say is I'm going to say that because of people that like to quote Elf in non-Christmas times of the year, it feels overrated. But at Christmas Mm. time, it's one of those movies where it's like, yep, that's the Christmas movie that I'm going to watch because I'm going to laugh my ass off. But literally, like, in the middle of June, people quoting, like, the, Santa, I know him. Like, bitch, it's July. Like, I'm going to need you to chill the fuck out. Like, why are we quoting Money Bell now? Yeah, I I feel that. I I, I feel that. I'll probably, I'd probably go with, I'd probably go with, it's still an underrated Christmas movie. Yeah. It's it's because it's still new enough that I think there's still some people that haven't seen it yet. All right, uh, advent calendars. Uh, underrated. I like advent calendars. Uh, we almost bought yeah. a Funko Pop Marvel one from mm, GameStop. Really? Yeah, GameStop had it. We almost bought it, and then we left, and then we completely forgot. And then by the time we remembered about it, it was like December the twelfth, and we were like, I'm "Not going to rip open twelve days worth of advent." Now I'm with you too. Underrated, underrated. I never used one until I, you know, met my wife. Oh look, and we CJ had one in the house for a year. Yeah, CJ Beathard. I was just like, well, I know that guy. No, um, yeah, uh, no, underrated for me. Um, like I said, that's something I, I, we, I've only known for 17 years, being with my wife, and uh, we use it every year. Goddamn jets. Wait, and I'm not. Yep. Isn't your wife Jewish? Yes. Yep. So you didn't do yeah, advent calendars until you met your Jewish wife. Jim. All right, I don't know how and, and I, I don't way, follow uh, it. But... And, Jim, and Jim, by the way, downstairs there is a menorah and a tree upstairs. Up there, I, 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 I respect that. I'm just that that actually makes sense. That that tracks. I'm just confused how you didn't get into Advent calendars until you met your Jewish what, wife. No, no, the the menorah and the and the tree makes sense. You're you're celebrating mm-hmm. both. But the Jewish wife bringing the Advent calendar. That that's life. the part that does amazing. That's Wait, the part I don't because it's literally. Like when you're looking at tracks here, you're like, "Oh, okay, both things are there. Cool." When you're thinking Jewish <laughs> wife brings an advent calendar, it's like, right? Because like the advent well, calendar well, is is it's a Christian tradition. Like advent, right, is a Christian tradition. The advent calendar is counting the twenty five <laughs> days till Christmas, right? But unfortunately, my my family, my family growing up never did that. They never did the uh, advent calendar. Maybe it's a black thing. I guess I don't know. I maybe, but. Maybe hey, it was that they want to give you an advent calendar thing. It's maybe, maybe so. <laughs> we did that one, and until I met her, so hey. But underrated, I love uh, it. yeah, I love not no, no disrespect in te- in, intended there at all. Just I was, it was, it struck me as odd because I was like the, the, the like, track, the, the track, right? Then I was like, the, the your wife's Jewish. Okay, anyway, um, I mean, for, I, for quite a lot, for quite a, for quite a lot, I didn't even buy a, a real tree until I met her because all we did in my family was the, the fake trees every year. Oh, I do I a mean, fake tree. I do an artificial tree. I don't do a real I mean, tree. I have an artificial tree because I also have three kids, and I don't even really separate it that much anymore because Jackson's going to see the balls on here and go, ooh, look, something I can throw. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I, I always had a dog, and, and my wife has allergies, so, like, we always have just done a... We try, we tried to do real trees when we lived in Virginia, like my dad did it. And I'll never forget the one year, the tree they bought, it cracked at the bottom and fucking fell and afterwards my mom was like fuck this shit yeah go and buy a fake tree because yeah, it'll never break f down. that shit all I've right been to, i've been trying to fix it for years but she won't let me do it so um advent calendars underrated for me we bought a replica of the one in christmas vacation and we put oh, really? that we put that on our tv stand every year so oh, yeah. yeah love it uh ugly sweaters 
like I, I kind of want to lean the over a little bit, but I I see the value. It's kind of cool. So um, I'll go rated. I'll probably rated. I'll never wear one in the state of Florida, so therefore it's overrated to me. I mean, you could kind of do I, like that because like I don't wear sweaters because I'm fucking fat. Yeah, um, the the, yeah I, I have a bunch of ugly sweater T-shirts. Yes, uh, the ugly sweater. Yeah. The 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 ugly sweater idea I'll say is probably properly rated, but the ugly sweater being a sweater I will say is overrated because I don't want to sweat anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, Jim has what's that? I imagine you have a lot of ugly. I'm having. I imagine you have a lot of ugly sweaters, ugly shirts. You know, Cowboys, Notre Dame, and all that shit, right? You're a Notre Dame and a Cowboy fan. Why are you talking shit? About I am not, movie? motherfucker. Don't, don't don't put that Lame. fucking juju on me, buddy. Um, yeah, sweater. I mean, just like actual sweaters, way overrated. Um, but I might I might actually go a little overrated on like the ugly sweater trend because it's almost gotten like too ridiculous. Like, I think people have, like, gone a little bit overboard. Now, th- this is also coming from a guy who literally has a different um, a different Christmas-themed T-shirt from every day between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, a different one. Like Ooh, I, I, oh, you're, you're, So you're that guy. You're the nerd. Oh, I, absolutely. Are you, I, I, love, I love it. I mean, are you fucking kidding it. me? I got a Griswold jersey hanging behind me. I know. Like I, you know, I got Merry Blissmas going on here, like I, yeah. I and I actually I got a new I got a new uh, a, a turkey and touchdowns T-shirt this year for Thanksgiving. Like oh, I, I saw it, you wear that one. Yeah, it it started. You wore you wore it during the takeover. Yes, I yes, I did because that was Thanksgiving night. Yep, Thanksgiving night. That's the right. This wasn't here. I think I said, Jim, I think I was say turkey and tits. But never mind. Get your mind out of the gutter, EJ. This is a goddamn kids show, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, Whamageddon, overrated, underrated. Um, Whamageddon. Do you not know what Whamageddon is? Kind of, I've heard it before, but I don't know exactly what it is. All right, so you know, Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, the song itself. Okay, yes. Yeah. So what? The, the, there's a game that beginning at midnight on December first. You, if you want, once you hear the song. You are out. Like, usually it happens in, like, a group of friends will decide we're doing Whamageddon this year. And when so- whenever oh, somebody hears the song, you text or, or you know, you message everybody and say, hey, I just went out. It's a, it's a little game. Yeah, I love the song, though, so. Overrated. Fuck it. Because wa- he wants to hear the song. Go you're ahead. real fun at parties, I love the song. It's George Michael. You're you're real fun George parties, I love the song, too. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, I love the song too. Guess who hasn't been whammed in the last fucking year and so far this year? Me. I've made it fucking almost two full fucking Christmases without being whammed. But guess what? Man. On the 25th of fucking December, motherfucker wakes up and plays that song. I swear so, to God, if you wham me right now, I will punch you in the Don't fucking face. do it. Don't fucking, don't I'm be that guy. right here, buddy. Mike. I hope you understand. <laughs> that happens. That happens. You're gonna live through Danny Dimes getting a fucking contract extension, and your fucking owner Stephen Cohen is gonna spend four hundred million dollars to never win a World Series. So go ahead and press the button, motherfucker. Because I mean, I mean, you're just speaking things that are literally happening. Um, I mean, I I literally don't know when when when, when we get so so Mike. So at the end of at the end of uh, three CT this week, we did our our uh, Jeopardy Christmas Jeopardy, Mm -hmm. and. I played I played Christmas music at the end and I almost I almost did it. 
Okay, I didn't. I, I will. Spoiler alert: I didn't Why? play. I didn't do it because Devin, who li- who's a loyal listener of the show, I couldn't remember if he was whammed or not. And I'm like, I am not. I'm not going to be the guy that that, that whams are one of our most loyal listeners. So, uh, he would have whammed me too, and I would have been. Stupid. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't even. I didn't even think about anybody else. So you can thank Devin because I couldn't remember if he got whammed or not to uh, to to be the reason why. Um, all right, let's keep going here. Uh, let's try and go a little bit more rapid fire just cause there's a bunch in here and obviously we have a bunch more stuff to talk about. Um, uh, caroling. Overrated. I don't want to hear anybody else. I disagree. I love his wife. <laughs> well played. That's good. That's good. Um, I guess probably rated yeah. I don't. I don't hear that as much as I used to. So yeah, because kind of been at other people's doors. Wait, wait, wait. Right, have, that too. So. Have any of us ever lived in a place where people actually walked up to your door, knocked, and started singing? Because in Brooklyn, that gets you shot. Um, it literally happened once when we were right. at my grandparents' house in like uh, Virginia. Oh God, yeah, literally like this, like. Yeah, it's happened in my. I live in a pretty small town. Yeah, Fucking white people. Fucking white people. Way overrated, though. If you, if somebody comes to my door singing, I was gonna say Ernest, what? If I, oh, hey, by the way, just so you know, what you've missed so far, seventeen years. It took his wife to show Ernest what an advent calendar was. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. No, 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 no seventeen. No, 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 he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do advent. He had it for seventeen years. He wasn't into advent calendars until his Jewish wife. That's that. that I, know, I know. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was until I met her. See, hold on, hold on, because me and Jim were like, okay, so having a menorah and a Christmas tree together that tracks. The tracks of the Jewish one showing him the advent calendar tracks like this. Yeah, it I, like it, it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, I don't. Jim went to read the next question. Was like, wait, what? I was like, hold on. Uh, but anyway, um, all right, let's keep going. Um. Like with with your family, matching Christmas pajamas, overrated, underrated. Love it. Let's do it next. I've unfortunately had to do it the last two or three years with the kids, so fuck my life. Well, it doesn't say. Well, based oh, on your reaction, I would think you you say overrated then, right? Well, yeah, because most of the time it's fucking long pants and long sleeves <laughs> in the middle of Florida. No, I'm good, muck. Underrated. Let's Thank do you. it. Overrated, yeah. Overrated, motherfucker. We don't even do it, so meh. Yeah, I, we don't do it. Overrated. Uh, driving around, looking at the lights. Oh my god, I used to love doing that in New York. That's a thing you can do in Brooklyn without getting shot. No, you still might get That's shot. True. You might. It depends on the neighborhood. Well, on the right, wrong side of Brooklyn, of course. Yeah, you make the right hand turn. <laughs> I'm going underrated on that. I think more people should be doing that. I also love Christmas, so you're gonna get underrated from me on a lot yeah. of these. Um. Yeah. As someone who has to try to step over Christmas lights and deflated inflatables at whatever time that I'm delivering packages, I'm still going to say underrated just because I do like driving, you know, back to the station and seeing people's lights and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't hate it. No, underrated for me also, too. I literally just did this like three hours ago with the family, and I've learned to actually make it a tradition in the family and something we really enjoy every year. I'm looking forward to. So underrated, definitely. Absolutely underrated. We did it last weekend. I'm probably going to do it some more this weekend because we have nothing else to do Christmas Eve night. So, um, 
Mary Chrysler. Uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas. I'm going to go Extremely overrated. Extremely. Okay. I go overrated just because I'm not in that big a fan of the peanut stuff, personally. Okay. I'm going to say it's properly rated because there's not a lot of people that come out of their way that say that that's one of the greatest Christmas things of all time. It's just a thing that exists on Christmas. So, so it's show it every year. Yeah, but it's it's like a Christmas story. Like you're going to see a Charlie Brown Christmas. Like it's just it is what it is. Like it's going to be on. You're, you're probably going to watch it at some point. Like it's not like you're talking about it's like one of the top three greatest Christmas things of all time. So. I'll say properly rated just because I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Like, I don't seek it out on Christmas. It's not like I have to go watch right. the Peanuts. EJ, no, it's you... probably rated. Like, I love it. Per- I love it personally, but it's also probably rated. It, it gets its respect, in other words. So, yeah, I'd go rated. proper. Uh, the uh, the song Do They Know It's Christmas uh, by, like, Band-Aid, that group. That's my favorite yeah. Christmas song about Hungary in Africa. Yep. Properly rated. Underrated. That song couldn't happen today because number one, I don't think they're as hungry in Africa anymore. And number two, could you imagine getting all those people in one room to sing a song? <laughs> That's true. Jesus Christ. Uh, Joe, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? What's I'll, wrong with you? I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll say properly rated, but not for the reasons that Joe has stated because Joe's reasons are <laughs> out of control. Um. Yeah, it's it's a good Christmas song. Like I'm not gonna sit there and bang it on Spotify in the middle of June. Like like I said, it's a good Christmas song. I don't hate it. I'll listen to it if it's on. Not like, oh my god, I need to listen to this now. So I'm, I'm cool with it. If it's on, it's on. If it's not, it's not. I'm not. It's what it is. I love the song, so I I think it's underrated personally. But yeah, go underrated. Uh, Brenda Lee's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." Overrated. It was in it was in one of the Home Alones. Definitely underrated. Overrated. Part one. Um, like I want to lean into a little overrated, but it's not. It's a great song. It's, it it fits the spirit, you know. So I'll go. Pro, I'll go properly rated, but I can see it be overrated. I can I can understand that. Underrated. It's one of the best. Um, sending Christmas cards. Overrated. Who actually does that anymore? Jim. Jim does. I got one. Really? So did Ryan. Joe, you should have gotten one. I mean, it's possible. I don't check my mail because who sends stuff? <laughs> Jim does. Me, motherfucker. <laughs> check, check your mail. goddamn mail. Now. I mean, hold on. To be fair, you are talking about the guy who sat out Secret Santa, the only person out of Take 3 CT. Because I knew I wouldn't actually do it. I'll say that that's, that's actually a good reason. I don't. I don't. No, absolutely. I'm not saying that. But as someone who doesn't partake in that, do you really think I, I mean, check his mailbox. I mean, I would think because, like, you know, they do send those fucking gimmicks. They call bills in the fucking mail. Nah, he gets all the he gets yeah, all those emails online. Yo, That's I, what year you living in, man? It's twenty twenty two. Yo, I still get paper bills. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, well, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't trust that fucking Yahoo's not going to send one of my fucking bills to a spam folder. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a paper bill. <laughs> Give me a paper bill. All that shit, man. I get more coupon shit in my fucking mailbox than anything else. So. Oh, you get oh you get more Kurt coupons? Coupons, right? Uh, <laughs> what was it? What was the uh? What was that uh? Last one? Uh, Which one was it? Uh, sending Christmas cards. Oh, oh those cards. So yeah, um, probably rated because my family just sends pictures to the other family. So whatever, it's nice. It's fine. 
Sending overrated, receiving underrated. Yeah, right. exactly. If we could just all collectively decide to not send them, Split I'd be difference. okay with it. All right, uh, the Polar Express. The movie, not the book or actually going on a train. You know, I've never actually seen the movie and I've never had a desire to, so I'm going to go with... Man. I don't have an answer, I suppose. Man. <laughs> Because it's not overrated. It's overrated. I don't know why people like it that much. I don't want to see it. Michael, overrated. For me. I will. I will say properly rated. It's a. It, it's a. It's a cool movie for like the first time you watch it. But when you watch it for the thirty seventh time, you're like, great, here we go again. Nah, man, fuck that shit. Underrated. That that movie is a fucking every year I must watch it. in this house. I enjoy it. I don't hate it. I fucking did I, love did it. Did I make it 25 days of Christmas uh, list, uh, Jim? We're watching it Saturday night. Okay. okay. That is not... That dot only made the list. It made the Christmas Eve. Well, it's one of my wife's favorites. Damn. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I knew with the way our family schedules worked out that we would have... We have nothing... We have nowhere to be Christmas Eve night this year. So I'm like, that's that's the perfect that's the perfect way to... Uh, to and when to watch that. Um, here, this is something that most of us on this panel, uh, know something about is doing a secret Santa. <laughs> those are highly overrated. I'm not, I'm not a fan of those. Don't pressure me. Joe says, fuck this shit. I'm out. It's it's rated. It's fine. It's, it's Joe. Joe has a outstanding record of O and 437 in secret Santa. Pretty much. That so. sounds about right. <laughs> um, I'll say underrated because I, I do enjoy uh, the the going out and finding something random to get someone that's in your friend group that you know. So I think it's fun. I like it. In of course, it's your, it's your fucking ideas. Of course, you like underrated, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I've been part of a secret Santa that I haven't been a the leader of for what? How long have you done the Looney Bin one? Like fucking seven years. I've missed at least three of them. Yeah. So literally, like, I've been a part of a secret Santa for like seven years. So I don't like. It's not just because. I came up with it for for us to do with the the three CT guys. It's just, I just think it's a cool. I think it's a fun concept because you 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 get to buy things randomly for someone. I mean, I had a net for the Looney Bin one, uh-huh. and I bought her a Gremlins with the three D glasses Funko and the Penn State Nittany Lion uh, mascot Funko. Just because she likes Penn State and she likes movies, I thought Gremlins was the perfect fucking idea. <laughs> that tracks. So, you know, it's, it, and I bought Jim the, the winged eagle because I know he loves the winged eagle. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like you, you get to you, you just get to buy buy things for people that, you know, you don't have to go out and buy like 800 gifts. You know, like that's the thing. Like Fred Rudy, Rudy, motherfucker. Come on. Come on. We got it. We got to start rolling these, man. We're going to be here for six hours. Mike's going to have to start tomorrow's route by the when we're done. That's with, fine. That's when fine. We're done okay. with this fucking yeah. show. Come on. EJ. Uh, as I was rated, probably rated. Yeah, I think they're underrated. I have a blast with them. You know, we do we do one with, with ones with friends. I do them at work. Like every fucking love them. Um, the answer you give me today's award has been underrated for you. Jim. I love Christmas. We're two days away from it. What the fuck do you want? I'm out of I, no, I, I'm okay with it. Look. You want him to be fucking pissed off because they're so keep fucking. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying ham dinner. He clearly loves Christmas. Ham dinner. Was it underrated? I don't like oh, ham. Overrated. I like ham. Either way, the guy, who, the guy, the guy who loves meat doesn't love ham. <laughs> um, 
I'll go hams properly rated. It's got to be cooked right. People can fuck up ham. People can get can get shitty hams. That is, that that's very true. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I think I was negative seven thousand when that movie was made, so I'll say overrated because I don't watch it. I just don't. The re- the more recent version though, I do I did like. I will say. So, okay, I'll probably rate it. I guess. So I saw right? on 34th Street once <laughs> eating a oh, hot dog and rubbing his stomach and saying, This is my Rudolph belly. I'm going to go way out of line. Way out of line. Yeah, Joe, way out of line. I think it's overrated. I think people try and pigeonhole it as a super classic, and you've seen it once, you don't need to watch it again. Um, Elvis's Blue Christmas. Oh, that was my grandmother's favorite Christmas song. I'm going to go with underrated. It's very blue. Underrated. Uh, Underrated. Proper. Uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, boy. There's no way to call that underrated. But can we just say for a second, give Mariah Carey some huge props. This woman was like, Taylor Swift level famous back in 1993 and is somehow and is somehow 30 years later still relevant now she may only be relevant for the one song but that shit comes around every December and she makes like 70 something million dollars a year off of that one song I don't know man glitter was a great movie no, it wasn't. No. I know. Glitter, just, did you say glitter? No, I'm just fucking kidding. That, that was a fucking it really dumpster was. fire. No, but literally the fact that 30 years later, her entire brand is this one song, and she's like still making millions off of it. Like you can't call it underrated, but damn sure, good business at least. I mean, she I draws. Call it that. She, I mean, Unlike the whole <laughs> All right, Bischoff. <laughs> um. You said over, Mike? He's overrated. Give me Mariah Carey, Three Elves, and the Tokyo Dome. That shit is eight stars. As someone's a big Mariah Carey fan, um, I hate saying overrated, but it is overrated, though. No. And overplayed. No. It, it is neither overplayed nor overrated. Give me that. I'll Every time I hear it, give me Mariah Carey. Every time. Underrated. Look at Mariah Carey, period. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. Uh, decorating your house for Christmas. Um, it is overrated when you have cats, underrated every other time. Nope. That's also incorrect. <laughs> Joe just said it right there. Joe just said it right there. No. Because my fucking Christmas skirt, every fucking 10 minutes. It's not just cats. cats. You fucking pull it off. Children. Fair. Okay, fair. Um, decorating yep. your house is like setting yourself up for a fucking tornado in the middle of fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm good. Uh, it's overrated because at one point something's going to break and I'm going to have to fucking pay to get it fucking replaced, so I'm good. Now, Ernest, you brought up a Christmas skirt. When you wear yours, do you do it the proper way with no underwear on? <laughs> nope. Never. <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> well, um, I'm... Um, You're a sick man, Joe. You know man, what? what the sick, fuck is... Horses, like, you fucking played along. Fucking gross. weirdo. Um, That's true. That's I always repent. Look, it, decorating the house is uh, is underrated for me because I don't have kids and I don't have a cat and currently I don't have a dog. But my dog never messed with the decorations. So basically, so, you don't have any kids. You don't have an asshole cat, so you're good. Yeah, I love decorating inside and out. I it it brings me joy. So underrated. Carol loves it, but the last two years Jackson has broken. Something. You're so jolly. You're so jolly, Jim. 
Motherfucker, dude, have you seen it. the front of my house? Let me show you a picture. Yeah, no, no, I've seen it already. It's awesome. I feel like your name your name needs to be Jolly Jim, not Fat Hall. Yes. <laughs> no. Like, like, motherfucker, man, I got those spotlights outside and everything. Hey, we have Hell to find yeah. a show that we can go to on our eventual trip across the United States this year to go uh-huh. to some shows that's in Philly so we can meet sure. Jim before Ernest. Sure. Perfect. Um, yeah, because Jim ain't feeling where. So this one... As opposed to like just taking a gift out of a bag, actually the actual opening of the present, ripping the paper off the present. Oh, I love doing that. That's underrated. Underrated, definitely. And watching people do it too when you give them gifts is also a really fun experience. So underrated or across the board. Yeah, I'm with him. Yeah, I agree. All, all everything about it. Um. Wait. Definitely, it's like it's underwhelming when you're like, "Oh, look at this bag." <laughs> yeah, like, like honestly, like, if you're handing me a bag, I kind of want a sandwich. If there's not a sandwich, in time, that's like, true. That's doing? true. Note note to anybody listening: if you're gonna get me a Christmas present, you're gonna put it in a bag. Better put that's a fucking. A you better put. Well, no, you can do. You can throw a t-shirt in a bag, a but okay. there better be a fucking sandwich in that in that gift bag along yeah. with my present. Yeah, that's the only way I'm gonna oh, accept I'll, gift bags from now on. Crack. That tracks. Uh, waking up early Christmas morning. I always wake up early in general, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go underrated. When I was twelve, underrated. When I'm thirty, overrated. <laughs> as fuck. Man, that's tough. Um, that's still underrated. Some degree. If yeah. you don't wake up early on Christmas morning, like, how are you gonna watch the March of the Wooden Soldiers? I mean, I w- I wake up early just because my body's used to getting up early, yeah. but it's still overrated. What what's the definition of early though? Seven a.m. Yeah, I, I'd say before eight o'clock. Well, then I guess I guess I would say it's properly rated because sometimes the kids wake up before then on days that end in Y, so I'm right. just kind of used to being awake. All right. Well, my nine rules like six a.m. Let's go! I'm gonna give every fucking year. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that. What the fuck do you expect? Uh, peppermint bark. Ew, I hate peppermint anything. Overrated as fuck. I don't oh, hate anything. Peppermint, but yeah, I'm overrated on peppermint bark. I love peppermint bark. Overrated also here. Uh, I like peppermint. I, I can't do the bark. Uh, pecan pie. Peppermint is one of those... Overrated. Things, peppermint's one of those things that white people invented because they think that flavor has to hurt you. I mean, it is. It can be. <laughs> I mean, it can be spicy. That is Wait, for sure. Hold on, I was gonna say. So you're telling me that white people invented like hot sauce? Because I'm pretty sure there's probably some black guy in like Texas that's gonna bite you over that. Like just basic ass hot sauce. That's just, some no, white just, people shit. Like, basic fucking uh... Texas Pete is named after a Texas guy named Pete, and he has a sombrero on. I don't think it was Pete the mechanic down the street. I don't. I don't. No, I don't know if that's historically accurate. Up with that. I'm not sure if that's historically accurate or not, but Aunt Jemima said I have to change my name. Oh boy. Uh, wow. Hold on. Just uh Um, a pecan pie. Overrated. As fuck. Grossly overrated. Grossly overrated and disgusting. Wait, are pe- do people talk about pecan pie that much that it's even rated? No. White people do. I'm just, I'm just saying it's overrated because if you talk about it at all, it's 
too much talking about. No, that. I'm with I'm with Joe. I would say it's it's probably if anything underrated because I don't think many people are talking about it. And yeah, it's not I would just, say it's overrated because you brought it up in this conversation. And it's not really disgusting, EJ. You're disgusting. I did really like the pecan pie in Texas. Apple pie. Yeah, that was pie better. I didn't eat that one. But that was because it was made I mean Texas. apple apple I enjoy apple pie, but I like pecan pie too. Um Sorry, uh, did throw that one away. Are you an Alamo mode guy or no? Depends how the depends how the mood strikes. Jesus Christ, dude! You gotta snort into the microphone. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I knew it was coming. I did turn it off. I I did turn. I did turn it off. You could literally wait. Wait! 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 You heard that? I turned it off. Bro, a fucking deaf guy could have heard that. No, he can still fucking. Sound like the fucking Ultimate Warrior in SummerSlam '90, you dick! (laughs) Jesus Christ, look away! (laughs) Like you don't have to stay in front of your. (laughs) What are you fucking Ace Ventura? Let's have a sing along. Wait, it's Christmas time. Jesus! What the fuck's wrong with you, Jim? I, I actually did no, Jim. I, I just turned it off, thinking you didn't hear that. You really didn't hear no, that. No, we fucking heard it. We all heard it. Buddy, rip that oh, line shit. a little bit harder there, Tony Khan. Holy fuck! Hallmark keepsake okay. ornaments. Oh shit! Uh, overrated because it's going to cost you ninety-seven dollars for one. Dude, they are not cheap. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> over the fuck rated. I'm going to go overrated because my Aunt Ellen used to collect all of those, and then eventually she was like, the fuck am I going to do with all of these? Oh, we put them on our tree. I mean, I'll put yeah, them as properly rated. Them for like 40 years at a certain point, it's just like... You better have six trees. Yeah. Up. Motherfucker, I have two trees in my house. Do you really? Yeah, I have one. we have one in our living room, and I have one in my office. I love that. You better get a third one for all those keepsake ornaments. We're going to have to here in a couple of years. Are there any WWE keepsake ornaments? Actually, there was an Undertaker one this year. Was there? I love Mm -hmm. that. I think they had a single one a couple years ago, too. I think they did, actually. Uh, Making and or decorating gingerbread houses. That's some white people shit. That's overrated. I never understood people doing that. My white friends and I did that two weeks ago. So yeah, that's you. You might be accurate on that. That's like, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all color Easter eggs too, don't you? I don't. I think that's bullshit. Like, so what? I get to have fucking blue well, devil eggs in three weeks. White people thing. I've watched more people not white making gingerbread houses this year. The fuck? I don't know. That's what, like- Asians. Yes, Asians, definitely Asians. Asians love their gingerbread houses. No, they build. I'm just. I want to get specific on this thing. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I know. I'm trying to corner you now. I'm just protecting the. I'm just protecting the show. I didn't talk about Hiroshima and Nagasaki again. Asians are out there. Well, that's they build, they build different co-ops. They're out there trying to get as much rent as they can. On the views expressed by every other member of this <laughs> podcast in the last five minutes do not reflect my views and opinions. I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there. Pecan. Pecan. Uh, underrated on the gingerbread house making. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, the, kids I enjoy. the kids won't do it because I enjoy attention span. I enjoy eating it. That's it. It's because no. you're fat. No. No. Dude, no, not that. No. 
unless you're making your own gingerbread to build the house. Because let me, I'll, you know, because I'm fat and curious. I took a bite out of one of the pieces of gingerbread from the kit the other week. Man, that that literally tasted like fucking house. Like I imagine, like that is just what wall tastes like. <laughs> it was not That's good. Funny. Um, peanut butter blossoms. I have to, I have to, I have to find this fucking. What are they called? Peanut. They're the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kiss on top. Do you guys even know what the hell I'm talking about? Okay. Next question. You're talking about underrated. Next underrated. I'm fat. I like cookies. I guess underrated because I've never heard of it. Yeah, check them out, Joe. They are fantastic. Um, hot cocoa. Ooh. Oh, grossly underrated. That's like a tradition me, Lauren, every I was, year. I was going to say, living in Florida makes you miss hot cocoa, so I'm going to go underrated. Mm-hmm. Although it's going to be like 54 degrees on Christmas. Yep. So. Have you guys ever had no a frozen hot cocoa? A what? No. Like, a, like a frozen hot chocolate where you yes. like... Yeah, they're I've fantastic. I've frozen hot chocolate at uh, Dunkin' Donuts. They're we'll fantastic. They won't. Uh, definitely underrated on um, cocoa. Cocoa. Trying to find them. Yeah, I, I agree. Coco's definitely underrated. Uh, candy canes. That goes back into that peppermint shit. Overrated. Uh, I'm going to say underrated because I can get candy canes in any other flavors. Sprees. Dude, the spree uh, ones are so food. good. Ryan got us those in our 3CT uh, Christmas gift exchange. Oh, overrated. Uh, they are underrated because not only are they tasty because peppermint, because I'm white, apparently, because apparently white people like peppermint. I learned that, that today. But also, no, 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 Jim, you're the whitest. I mean, I am the whitest. But uh, also, they they bust up candy canes into the uh, the peppermint milkshake at Chick-fil-A. So awesome. Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies? Oh my god, I love chocolate chip cookies. Underrated, yeah. They're always underrated. I mean, it depends on January, March is better. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in this conversation, because we're talking about Christmas time, I'm gonna say that the chocolate chip cookie is overrated. Because I prefer other types of cookies at Christmas time: sugar cookies, Snickerdoodle. Uh, the peanut butter ones with the Hershey Kiss in them, um, you know. I, I prefer other yeah. sweets. So that like, chocolate chip cookies are kind chocolate of chip cookie. I can get long. yeah. You're a masochist, Michael. How I can get it on? I can get it on your birthday, his birthday, Jesus's birthday. Yeah, any never, day of the week, I can get a chocolate chip cookie. That's the point. The, the best. There is still the ultimate. Break out Hold a chocolate on. chip cookie in the in like August and be like, hey, that's a winter snack. What are see, you doing? Here's that's the thing. thing. The the question wasn't. Is chocolate chip cookie the best kind of cookie? It's it is Christmas time, Christmas edition, overrated, underrated. Yeah, I think there are other cookies that deserve the floor for the month of December because Chris because chocolate chip cookie gets the January to November locked up as the best cookie, hands down. So give the floor to somebody else, you selfish bitch. I feel like that's valid. That's all I'm saying. I love the explanation. Still masochist. <laughs> Still underrated. Uh, get my, uh, give underrated me chocolate chip cookies year round. I'll share the plate Hurry with you. Snickerdoodles and peanut butter blossoms and whatever other chocolate sprinkles. Any anything, uh, sand tarts, any of them, sugar cookies, any of them. Give me, give me all. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Underrated as fuck. Uh, what'd, you, what'd you say? Underrated as fuck. 
I'm gonna go oh, overrated. Yeah. Top three. Chevy Chase. Hate that guy. Why? No, top three movie. He's top three uh, Hollywood movie of all time for me. He's like like historically known for being a dick. So so because someone's a who Chevy, who Chevy Chase. The I also movie... don't find him funny. I just don't. Okay, see that's what you should have led with. Well, both things. He was also a dick. No, because there are plenty. Okay, hey, Joe, that's, hey, Joe, that's racist. There are plenty of people in the professional wrestling industry that are dicks. Doesn't mean that we don't love them. I say uh, Mike. So Mike from, doesn't. So from, Mike doesn't overrate. Like Mike didn't overrate. Uh, I SmackDown last week movie. because Ricochet was in an Intercontinental Title match. I'm, and here's the thing: dick, Ricochet has a good match. I'll be the first one to give him props for it. Doesn't mean that he's not a dick. I've never seen the movie. I've never had a desire to. Oh man, that's a bummer. No, it's it's gross underrated. It's top three of all time. Underrated I as two fuck. My list, actually, I was, actually I'm, I'm, I'm a three or four on my list, actually. Uh, this week on my, uh, Elf five. on the Shelf. Uh, we did it did for it a while. We haven't done it this year because of every crazy thing that's happened in our house that's over fair. the last, like, fucking three weeks. That's fair. I'm going overrated because I don't like this whole thing where we're teaching kids that snitching is okay. Snitches get stitches. It's true. That's true. Um, the other something's probably probably a white white people, white people thing. I don't. I've never done it before. You know what? That's oh, racist. I, I I know I know what it. I know it's racist. I <laughs> I know what it is. I just never done it before. What's uh, the appeal of that? I don't get that. Do you remember where the shingles joke is on the Tuesday episode? Oh, good Christ! Nah, it's it's somewhere in the la- probably the last fifteen twenty minutes because I, I'm, try- I'm trying to find it so I can play it because it was it was during overrated underrated. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the greatest shows of all time. Um, I, I'm listening. To I think I, even though I don't even have kids, so like I, I'm not participating. Um, oh, I should do 25 days of Dick in a Box for my wife. Um, dick in a Box. Um, instead of Alf on a Shelf. Um, Is she ready for all that? No. No. <laughs> uh, she's gonna find out next year though. Um, but. I still, th- I still think it's overrated. Like, I, I think it, I think it just, it, it sets up, it sets up like unrealistic expectations. Um, a poultry dinner for Christmas, be it turkey, pheasant, chicken, goose, duck. Goose. Yeah, people I'm eat here goose. For it. Underrated. People go for ham too often. Ham stuff. Michael, you're, you're a fucking monster. Uh, I'll say properly rated because we have ham and turkey at Christmas, so I'm cool with it. Overrated because I don't care about all that shit other than chicken. Lame. It's underrated. We do, we do Caribbean. Well, we do we do Caribbean style shit in my family, so we do like stuff a little more on the on, on the outside. So that might be racist too. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, and last question. Hit, question. Hit the button. Hit the button. Which, Hit the button. Wait, which one? Oh. Oh. Yep. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, and Jesus rest. Blah, blah 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 blah. And lastly, uh, eggnog. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! Drunk, disgusting. Yeah, yuck, disgusting. Fuck all that. Wait, you like you like eggnog? I don't. I mean, I don't hate it, but I also don't drink it all that often. Like <sighs> one glass that I have like once a year. Like, gross. It's, it's not. Do we need to? Do we need to? Uh, do we need to peel back the layer of all the gross things that you've probably done? In the last okay, month? no, we do not. Okay, <laughs> no, no, please okay. no. Please no. Oh no, no, no. 
No, we're done. Uh-uh. We got segment. No, move on. We move do on. not. Eggnog, See, eggnog is, is is eggnog that really that bad? I think eggnog <laughs> is. No, I'm, not bad, bad I'm trying I'm, to upon move. Upon further review, Michael, you're right. <laughs> uh, eggnog, <laughs> I think, is properly rated. Uh, yeah. Like I'm not gonna sit there and be like, dude, I need to go. It's it's great at Christmas. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. I usually get like, at most a quart of it, and spread that out a couple. You know, a a glass from one 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 or two glasses. It's perfect. All right. You're not going out and buying a half gallon of it. Going fuck it. I need more eggnog. Like what the fuck? No, dear God, no, dear, absolutely not. All right, all right, Michael. Michael. Mm -hmm. Oh. We're going to mine now? Cool, let's roll. We are. All right, my topic for this uh, week's show, um, because we have reached the end of the 2022 year, um, and I figured with Jim being festive, uh, I would bring in the, what do you want to see change in 2023? Um, AEW, WWE, uh, it could be matches, it could be people that are in the matches, it could be Anything you think that you want to see changed in the uh, wrestling industry? Um, I'm going to start it off with probably the easiest one that anyone will have um, in this panel. Um, and it's going to be the obvious thing that I think is going to happen in 2023. Uh, give me seven-star FTR back in WWE. Um, I think the two of them in a um, Triple H Rand era will be uh, one of the best tag teams probably in wrestling history. I did see something cool, though. I, I think Dax might be starting his own podcast. I love that. He, he is. It's he taking did. place of the William Regal podcast. So He fucking blew up Road Dog's spot, too, on that show. Okay. Probably him and Road Dog have some heat. So. Who, him and Dax? Him, yeah, Road Dog and uh, Dax have some heat. So he blew up yeah, Probably because Road Dog's an asshole. And... This podcast ain't that bad. I love this podcast. Uh-oh. It's one of my favorites. It's fun. I've never it, listened to it. it. It is so it is entertaining because of the jokes that him and Cassio crack on each other. Yes, I agree. Uh, all right, so I'll let you guys uh, you guys list off a couple, and then I'll come back and, and wrap it up. Joe, Ernest, Jim, anyone? Bueller, Fry, Bueller, Fry. EJ, I know you said you had a couple, so why don't you hit one of yours? Because I'm going to be going off the cuff here. He definitely fucking froze. EJ, you with us? Hello? I'm back. I'm back. Testing, I'm back. paging, back. paging Dr. Watson. Were you having a stroke? What just happened? No, internet issue. No, nah, the, 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 the internet in the in the stalker van is uh, is spotty at best tonight. Yeah. Um, so hold yeah. on. Hold on. You're in the stalker van and you just had a Bret Hart stroke hand? <laughs> anyway. So you, so you said FDR and uh, back to WWE, right? Uh, yeah, that, 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 I think that's the uh, easy one. That. So. Yeah. I'll, let you, uh, I'll let you all uh, lead it off here. Ernest, uh, what are you? AEW, a- a- how about Ricky Starks get a title at, by the end of this year? By the end of the year. I think that's too easy because they have 27 titles. Like, is it really? No, a- so, no, 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 about, no, no, the title. Not, this, not a title. Oh, okay. You said a title. Sorry, sorry about that. I should be a little clear. The title. I'm sorry. What was that one? I was looking. Uh, absolute absolute the AEW mm. title before the end of the year. Okay, I like that one. Um, Joe, do you have one? Um, you know, this is like a general one. I just want AEW to not suck anymore. 
Like, honestly, I kind of miss when I'd be excited to watch Dynamite every Wednesday night. I kind of miss when there were storylines and feuds and actual engaging things going on where I looked forward to the pay-per-views and all of that. You know, I've said to Mike, I kind of want to go see more wrestling this year. We've talked about maybe going to do Double or Nothing in May, maybe All Out in September. I'm probably down to do those things, whether or not AEW has got like a lot going on, because you know that at least in the ring, you'll get some decent matches. Plus just the spectacle of going to those things. Like, hey, excuse to go to Vegas, excuse to go to Chicago. That all sounds really nice to me. But it'd be a lot more exciting if I was actually looking forward to it. And right now, I feel like it's been at least four or five months since I last really looked forward to anything in AEW. So I'm right there with you, man. I... Back there, you know, I don't know what that takes, but if we can get back there, I'd be happy. I think I, I think I have what may get us there, okay. and it's something that I'm going to talk about. I'm right, Joe, I'm right there with you. I've been, at, to be honest, with you, I've been WWE over AEW for the last like seven, eight months now. And you don't, oh, e- so and you don't even I, watch I, WWE, I, so that's no, no, I, well, right. But what I'm saying is that, like, to me, I know we're running 2020 over over AEW, I, right. Where I, I know exactly where it, where it started for me really was when Punk won the title and uh and uh, double nothing. To me, that's when the downhill for me happened. I feel like that's a valid spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, one thing I would like to see, and and I think it had has the potential to have started yesterday. Um, AEW actually committing to good women's wrestling and realizing that good women's wrestling can main event and be featured on the show um because Hikaru Shider her and uh Jamie Hayter her um absolutely fucking killed that main event last night let these women work let these women be featured and actually make a commitment to women's wrestling that's what I want to see AEW do and continue to do one woman's match every fucking week ain't helping I'm I'm with you well, here's the thing. If if you're going to do one women's match um, occasionally, because it doesn't have to be every week, because then that also becomes predictable. But occasionally have a women's match, a women's title match, main event the show. Have women's segments throughout the show. Like, make it like, because here's the deal. Most weeks it's like, you know, your featured players are going to be the elite the Blackpool Combat Club, the Jericho Appreciation Society, and MJF. Like, those are those are basically your heavy hitters. Make the women be a part of that. And don't have their segment be predictably 920. Now, yesterday it wasn't at 920 because they had the main event match. But for how many weeks in a row? It was at 920. Somewhere between 918 and 930 was your women's segment. Don't make it that predictable because all that's telling your your, your crowd is... If you don't want to see this, you know when you you know when you get the you know when you're going up right. go to the bathroom, get food, get merchandise, whatever. Or when you're at home, you know when you when you have to tune back nine thirty because the women are done. Make to make it and they're done, they're done, make it unpredictable. Done it for in the past too. That remember that Bray Baker Thunder Rosa match, fucking yeah. match they did. That was main, main event. And that's why I said like last okay, night Mike. is the potential. Like it was a phenomenal match. Both women killed it. Um, Jamie Hader is your champ. People are bought in. Don't give them a reason to not care. Continue to give them reasons to care. 
Michael? Uh, my next one, I think, will be something that I could see potentially help uh, drive the Chicago bus of something that would interest myself and Joe um, into watching uh, AEW, especially for that pay-per-view. Uh, give me the all-elite wrestling acquisition of one Kota Ibushi leading to him and Kenny Omega taking on the Young Bucks at the September show in a tag team classic. Coder. I like that. I think that I think the the that they were building towards something over in New Japan whenever uh basically they became like the super elite. Um when he Golden Elite. Oh, the Golden Elite. Whenever whenever Coda came over. Um but I, I think this is one of those things where Especially the way that the Young Bucks and Kenny are right now with Don Callis. Um, Don Callis is a fucking heel fucking magnet no matter where he goes. Um, and here's the thing. Um, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why he's there right now. It doesn't matter what they do. Like, Kenny and the Bucks. Oh, we froze. Uh-oh. Oh. Whoa. What is happening? back. We were a big, big froze. You, so you never. We never stopped hearing you. So, okay. for the record, it All was right. just your video. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I just don't get why Don Callis is there. Like those guys aren't getting booed. Like it doesn't fucking like. Death Triangle is the also he's uh, reportedly a terrible person, but that's a whole separate issue. Hmm. Yeah, I think you have a button for that. Oh yes, horrible human being. Horrible human being. So yeah, give me a. Give me Coda to All Elite. Him and fucking Kenny can be faces. The Bucks can be heels because they're natural heels. Um, yeah, I'm good. EJ? Um, does that have to be soon, but I'd like to see by the end of the 2023, Gunther in the title picture. Whether he wins it or not, but in the, in the world title picture. Yeah, I could, I could actually those, see those that, too, in, there. in Triple H's WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, like... The present, the presentation of Gunther and Imperium, is so much better, in in a way on on and it, like on uh, the main roster, because and I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of just like the giant screen staging that WWE uses, but when Imperium comes out and they have fucking forty foot tall fucking pillars on that screen, that's fucking f- that that that's where it's at, dude. It's so well, good. The other, I think the other thing that takes Imperium's entrance to the next level. Is always Kaiser being the one introducing Gunther. Like it, his introductions are just so much better than whomever they have doing commentary yes. on, yeah. or introductions on SmackDown. Agreed. Um, so it's just it, it makes that act so much more, like even in in NXT, I felt like him being introduced by whoever the ring announcer was that day was just kind of oh look it's Gunther like, but when you have someone who's you know almost the German version of Ricardo Rodriguez, like Alberto Del Rio's ring announcements when Ricardo was doing them were like, okay, what's he going to say this time? Cause it's going to be fucking ho- hilarious and awesomely oh, yeah. commented. So like, it's kind of how I feel with Kaiser now where it's like, all right, what's Kaiser going to say to like get the crowd, like either to boo the shit out of them or to like to respect that, that the uh, Guther's coming out. So, yeah, I, just, I, just think, I just think that plays into the act so much better. He's good. Kaiser's been on a roll. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ridiculous. It's almost, as as, 
It's almost as good as intern Mark's shingles joke. I'm but I'm still trying to find Fucking leaveable. EJ, you got another one? Oh, no, that, you gave that one. Joe. Yeah. Right. I'll give you one that's kind of selfish. I want to see Money in the Bank return to WrestleMania. Oh, I, I can agree with that. When I can agree with that. At WrestleMania? You know? I think it was like WrestleMania 24 or something it was like, like that. It was the year or two. Oh, that long? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Holy okay. shit. Okay. We've been to Since 10 out of the last 11 WrestleManias. Okay. Yeah. We've never seen a Money in the Bank match at I mean, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view has been around since 2010. I have technically never seen a Money in the Bank match live, period, because yeah. I've never been to a Money in the Me Bank either. pay-per-view. Me either. Are they doing that this year, or are they? Ah, uh, it's supposed it's supposedly in the lineup. WrestleMania twenty six was the last. The year before we went. The year before we started going. Yeah, twenty six was the last uh, Money in the Bank match at. Uh, at Mania. Yeah, and Jack Swagger killed it. <laughs> he was the last Money in the Bank winner at WrestleMania. Fuck you, Jack Swagger. Didn't he cash in like three nights later on? Saturday I could, time? I couldn't even. T- I actually, I should probably remember because t- WrestleMania 26 is what got me back. Um, what got me back into wrestling? The All American American Jack Swagger. Um, I'll I'll kind of build. Um, I'll kind of build off of Joe's one, and I'll say I would like to see all gimmick pay-per-views go away so i don't need elimination chamber i don't need i don't need hell in the cell i don't need uh money in the bank i don't need tlc which i don't we didn't get this year so i think that one's kind of going away but like i like give me vengeance give me armageddon give me no mercy backlash like i mean we get wrestlemania backlash we still but wrestlemania backlash is still armageddon again as the december yeah yeah. like give me give me those i don't i don't need like if you want to do a elimination chamber match at an armageddon if it makes sense absolutely like they just did in nxt they did the the iron survivor at deadline that's fine the iron gates of hell you know what I mean, but yeah, I don't, I don't need, I don't need gimmick pay per views anymore. Yeah, I'm with that one. The, the logic was obviously to to sell, use that as a selling, the selling point, right, for pay per views, right? That's why they did that, right? Like having like, Elimination Chamber being a actual event, supposed to be a match, was a selling point. I don't know if they did it to sell pay per views. It just happened where like the Elimination Chamber match. It, it, was, it was just, it was a gimmick so tied cool. to a pay per view. So instead of just like, hey, you're going to see a, sh- you're going to see a show that's on pay per view in October, you're going to, you know, you're going to see a hell in a cell match. You know, you're going to see an elimination chamber match like that. That was a quote unquote selling point. Yeah. I just feel like, I just feel like it just got tied in after having yeah. it for however many years in a row. There was yeah. like, Oh, fuck it. We're just going to name it elimination chamber instead of like new year's resolution, new year's revolution. And then you had an elimination chamber match there, which edged then cashed in to beat John Cena. First ever money in the bank cash in. Ooh. King of Ring, King of Ring makes sense to have as a uh, pay per view because uh, you, you know, and I'm, that that's kind of the one I'd make the exception for, right? Because there's not a King of the Ring match, like you yeah. can't, like you couldn't have a king, like there's no such thing as a King of the Ring match that you could yeah. just have at the Great American Bash, correct? Like so, King of the Ring kind of has to be its own thing, 
I agree wholeheartedly on the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the WWE route. I know I've talked uh, some about AEW. Um, let's break the fucking titles up. Let's get rid of let's get rid of this fucking having the Universal Heavyweight Champion. Let's get rid of the Unified Tag Titles. Um, I get it. The Bloodline's the most over thing you have right now, but the problem is, is you're milking this thing a lot faster than you need to. Um, they're good enough to be the the main and only guys you need on SmackDown for a while. Um, I feel like you need to give Raw some of the some of the juice back, uh, and I think you have to give them titles because at this point, Raw as a three hour show is just kind of falling to the wayside. Um, is how it feels to me. Raw has become, I mean, three hours of wrestling in one night is already a chore, especially when you work, you know, 10 hours that day. Um, But three hours of wrestling with one title belt and two women's titles that are actually there on a weekly basis, it's it's really hard to get through. Um, It's becoming a chore to sit through Monday Night Raw. Um, So give, get, let's split the titles back up. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. You know, I saw something funny on the internet that said, like, Roman defends the WWE title in the Royal Rumble match, like, beats somebody for the Universal title to start the show. Cody wins the Rumble, wins the WWE Championship, and goes into WrestleMania as the champion. Um, I don't hate that idea, personally. I- I'm cool with that. I don't I don't care either way. Um, but I just need the titles doing something different. And, and keeping the Universal title on Roman... Keeps the God run together, keeping the SmackDown titles on the Usos, keep the bloodline super strong. I just I feel like Raw is just kind of being forgotten about. EJ, you have any others? It's my last one here. Um, I, I don't do anything anything here significant here for this guy, but it's been a little while since he's had, he's had a title, the world title. Give me Seth Rollins winning world title. He's he means for a month or two. Just this, whatever. Just. Reward this guy for a month or two. He doesn't even need a title, but I, I want to see it. It's been a while. It's been three years, over three years actually. So give Seth Rollins a, title, a little bit of a small title run. Um, Joe, because I'm still thinking of I'm I, I have I can probably come up with one more. You have any thoughts on Seth Rollins winning the world title? I love Seth Rollins. Let's do it. Um, I don't it's know if I have any. Thing. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything else like. Let I I I want to see Triple H's WWE continue. Please do not let Vince back into this fold. No, look, Vince ain't coming back. Oh, man. I don't please. He I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know why or how or where that that whole thing started. And here's the deal. Okay. I know, like I know some. I think I have a thought process on that. Here's the deal. I know. I know some fucking reporters said that like Vince wants to come back. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's bored as fuck. Yeah. But like. And here's the deal. Even if he wants to, the board of directors would have to approve it. And there ain't no fucking way that's happening. There is not a fucking chance because the number of fucking sponsors and and things that would pull out of that company. Yeah, you fired somebody over their stuff, but we're going to let the, the old guy. The, the, the fucking financial hit that that would do on WWE is astronomical. There is not a fucking chance that that happens. It, I, I found it funny. I was listening to the... Eric Bischoff podcast, Strictly Business, today. His guest was uh, Jim's favorite, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. I heard about that. Well, okay, oh, so... Fucking, what a soft he, bitch. He, yeah. 
softest, softest fucking talk my feet. He's a he's a pussy. But he did make a but he did make a valid point when it came to the Vince situation, and he made the comment on basically why people in the company will leak certain things to trusted reporters. Certain things like that get released so that then you can see the kickback, you can see the the negativity, so that whenever you walk up to the people that are like pushing for it, you can be like, we're getting this out because we want people to be pissed off about it because we don't want him to come back. Like the, the fans being like uberly pissed off about it. Like Vince, look, go the fuck away. Like someone, they don't want you back. We don't want you back. It just makes their point easier to sell. Like some things get released just so that you can have the negative feedback. So then you can be like, Hey, look, this this is telling you to not come back. Like, I mean, I, I mean, here's the deal. That that's that's not and and credit to to Sap for bringing it up and talking about it. But that's not that's not something that he realized on his own. This is something Pritchard talked about in episode oh, sure. three of something to wrestle with. Like like the, the WWE, yeah they they regularly will float real and fake stories to different people in the wrestling media to see to get reactions from and also to see because like they like they will discuss things that are supposed to be off the record to find out if any of their sources are leaking as well so Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 a smart business practice on their part and yeah look i have much i have much more problem with the brian alvarez's of the world and and actual like wrestlenews.co than I do with with SAP. My problem with SAP and almost everybody that works for Fightful is those people that work there have the thinnest skin. And you're in the wrong fucking business to have thin skin. You really are. Like it it is cuz SAP honest to god is is probably one of the best and most accurate when it comes to wrestle reporting. But he is one of the just it's it's embarrassing like the things he will like call back on and get like butthurt over that that's my that's my issue with him like i mean you guys saw the 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 whole thing with me and him on three count this week so back in september he had tweeted uh september 22nd 2022 could be the first calendar year uh, since his debut that John Cena um, doesn't have a match of any kind. And I quote tweeted him on September 23rd and said, with an asterisk, like I was correcting him, will be. So obviously it was announced, what, last weekend or whatever, that uh, a week ago that, that Cena's wrestling on the December 31st uh, SmackDown. So he just replied, oh, so like I sent a gif of somebody like pointing and laughing and I said you got me good. And then literally, I mean, if you can't if you can't read the sarcasm in this tweet, you probably shouldn't be on Twitter. So then I replied back to my original tweet from September and I said, "I would like to apologize to the wrestling fans on Twitter. Clearly, uh I shouldn't have been so reckless with this tweet back in September. Uh, the great SRS of Fightful has so eloquently pointed out to me that I was wrong in this nearly three-month-old tweet. Uh, I'll try to do better from now on. Uh, two days after that, 
Now think of the amount, the number of times that Sean Ross Sapp tweets in a day, right? So this motherfucker has left this stew in his note and and the number of notifications he has. So this motherfucker lets this stew in his notifications for two days. So December 18th, he, tw- he responds to me, amazing how serious you took this and how butthurt you got by it. And I was like, I was literally being sarcastic, my dude, but whatever whatever you want to tell yourself. Like, the the the, the guy who is the, the softest in wrestling reporting has, has is telling me that I got Soft, butthurt. Softer than Charmin. Like, man, dude. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, but yeah, Vince. There's, there's no way Vince is only one word to describe him. S a w f t soft. Soft. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I was gonna kind of, and it, it, it does tie into, I think, Mike, your original one about FTR returning to WWE is, and I think we're starting. To, to turn the corner a bit and and have WWE focus a little bit more on tag team wrestling. Um, oh, yeah. And that's a Triple H thing for sure. But continue to do that, especially if you are getting – and I think they are. I mean, hell, FTR lost to the fucking ass boys last night, okay? They're doing the job on their way out, which is absolutely what you should do You like you, you, in, in one way or another. Like, you should absolutely – and that's what they're doing. They're helping put the ass boys over um, – but yeah, there's the FTR is coming back home. Like it's the bottom line. That's what's happening here. Um, all right, any other ones? Um, I I, ha- I do have one. I'm clear. I I have one that I think is gonna happen. Um, somebody from New Japan will be in the Royal Rumble. Um, obviously WWE signed Carl Anderson. They're letting Carl Anderson work Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I believe we'll get somebody from New Japan in the Royal Rumble. Maybe even a Final Four. Uh member of the match eventually being eliminated by whoever wins the Royal Rumble, potentially setting up to something else down the road. Um, so that could be a good one. Um, and the other one that I have, um, obviously, and we'll discuss it probably more on the January 5th show because Russell Kingdom will have already occurred. Um, Kyrie and Mercedes, Sasha, Monet, Banks, uh, first first bank of Boston, whatever the fuck we want to call her. Uh, they'll have a banger for, for the New Japan women's title uh, when that time comes. Um, I don't think that there's a shot in hell that that match misses. Um, but for my own sake, like I hope like if Sasha is not going to return to WWE for the foreseeable future, stay in Japan. Please don't become part of Tony Khan Presents fucking dumb shit. Agreed. Totally agree with you. I truly, like, I get it. I just I don't think that she fits what they're doing there. I think she could have a good match with most of the women on the roster, but I, I described it, and Jim, I know you described it a little bit. You know, when you look at the roster, like FTR is leaving, so like you'll have a new tag team to take that spot. Yeah. But when you think about it, yeah. you look at the TV time: Blackpool Combat Club, Maxwell, um, the women's champion, whoever it is at the time. Burt Baker, Jamie Hayter, whomever it is. Like, you have the women's segment. Uh, Saray is going to keep taking TV time. Um, you know, you're going to get to a point where on a two-hour TV show and a one-hour Friday show that nobody gives a fuck about, you're eventually going to run out of time. Yeah. Um, 
And if you're bringing her in, she's someone who's going to demand TV time. Not because she's going to walk into Tony's office and say, give me TV time, because the fans are going to want her on the show and they're going to hijack shows until she shows up. True. So to save yourself, Tony, you know, unless you're basically going to release half of your women's roster and make her the only fucking other woman besides Soraya that you push outside of your champion, um, I just don't think that her signing and being in AEW as a long-term thing makes any sense. You know, if she wins the NW, the NJPW uh, IWGP women's title and defends it at like Forbidden Door 2 against Tony Storm, cool. I'm all for a, all for that being a thing. But I don't think she needs to be in AEW long-term because not only do I think Tony won't be able to figure her out, but I just think that it'll eat at the time that the lack of time they already have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like it's it's they 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 have to they have to make a more focused effort. That's that's the big thing. All right, and I, and I know that we talked about Triple H and WWE having to you know cut back on on part of the roster. AEW is due for a full on roster cut because they're going to have to shave off. Well, I, I mean, here's the deal: like whether they're talking about roster cut or just simply not re-signing correct I, i'm not I, yeah. I get it cut, cut might not be the right word right you know but there are a lot of contracts that are going to come up in yeah yeah this the, this is the year we've been waiting for or at least i have yep, you're, 2023 you're, you're gonna get it's arrived yeah for sure all right ej right all right, uh, this is another edition of heel versus face this is the fourth edition of this one all or the five guys here Hold on. <laughs> Maybe next one. Um, pick up five guys that again, if you prefer the heel or the face. First one here, Randy Orton. Heel or face? Jim. Heel. Easy. Heel Orton is so good. Now don't get me wrong. The 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 most recent time we've seen him, his face run here with the uh, with Riddle has been fantastic, but Orton is absolutely a better heel than face. Uh, uh, RK bro, Randy Orton is the only face Randy Orton that I'll ever get behind. Um, so yeah, give me heel Orton every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, vastly underrated Orton was when he was part of the Wyatt family. Ah, okay. Joe? I'll actually go ahead and say face Orton with the current version. The RK bro veteran out there just kind of having fun i it's my favorite version of orton ever it's you can tell he's having a good time which i'll take any day of the week honestly this version of orton's had better matches he's had just a lot more memorable for positive reasons stuff whereas heel orton has had some of the dumbest storylines and lamest wrestlemania matches and just a whole lot of stuff that I could easily go without remembering. Edge versus Randy Orton, with Randy being a heel, is arguably better than any match he had as a part of RK Bro. Yeah, this RK Bro run made made the made a little bit closer, but it's, it's heel Orton with a bullet. I mean, to, in, in fact, whatever I've seen even, even back to 2011. Yeah, even even when he was like the, a face a little bit with Evolution, or even 2011 when he's feuding with Christian, I never could. Get behind him as as, as a babyface. It's, it's, it's like didn't didn't feel right. So it's it's a heel with a bullet. RK Bro is the only one I, I can actually even 
buy into him as a babyface, honestly. That is it. All right, next one here. We got uh, Daniel Bryan Danielson, heel or face, Michael. Okay, so the problem is, is I gonna think about Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, uh, from also from his Ring of Honor time. Um, I'm. Would you say that Bryan was more of a heel whenever he was telling everybody that they were gonna get their fucking head kicked in? 2006 Brian Danielson in Ring of Honor was a heel. Okay, yeah, uh, heel because that 2006 Brian Danielson run is probably one of the funnest runs I've had in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it, you're, you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. I mean, it is what it is. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, like if you take his Ring of Honor stuff out, like obviously, like People Planet Champion of the World, Captain Planet. With that the was hemp, an with, awesome Brian Danielson with, with the hemp belt. Like that, that was fun. But face Brian. Like, and here's the thing. I, I'll tell you the exact time that Face Brian was born. It was in Miami, Florida. It was at WrestleMania when Sheamus kicked his fucking head off. And they fucking took that show hostage with the yes, the yes chance the rest of the night. That was when right. Face Daniel Bryan became a thing. Um, that's when the yes movement became, you know, the cart got behind the horse. Yeah. Um, so straight up, like, that run of Daniel Bryan, like, is his only face run that I think is like super like excellent, but I'm going to go heel just because his 2006 stuff in ring of honor was some of the best heel work that I've seen by a professional wrestler. in God knows how long. Joe. I'm going to go face just because I think he's a really natural face and easy to cheer for. He's got that Shawn Michaels thing about him, which I know, you know, Shawn is the guy that lazy. trained him. <laughs> he can see you. Um, he can see you completely. But like, I definitely, I definitely so think bad. Brian's got a very natural face ability about him. So I'm gonna go with face on him. Um, Jim, the I mean, the I I don't have the like the old Ring of Honor reference. Um, the Yes Movement was one of the coolest uh, things in in wrestling. Um, Probably in my life, but definitely since I came back to watching wrestling after WrestleMania 26. But the Daniel Bryan, like the the world's champion, not the world champion, the world's champion when he had the hemp belt and all of that was so fucking good. Um, Definitely, definitely heel for me. People, I mean, people assume I'm gonna say also like a a, a baby face because like the obviously the the yes movement, but I I came back to watch wrestling right in the middle of that whole all that, and I, I I loved it. Him as a as a heel was fantastic. Even even near even the tweener here in AEW, you know, like he he does both great. I I prefer like baby face Daniel Bryan uh, is awesome, but heel Daniel Bryan is my favorite. So I'm, I'm gonna go heel as well. All right, next one, Edge. Jim? Oh, my God. Face Edge is so boring. Heel Edge is where it's at. Yeah, evil, rated R superstar. Um, anyone has ever had a face that just instantly makes you want to punch it? I mean, he, lo- he looks like a fucking, like, vampire yeah. or something. Like, he doesn't... Yeah, like... I feel like I feel like Face Edge, even on this like return run, is like only even acceptable because his original career got cut so short. To me, it's a heel yeah. with a bullet. 
Because even when he did the, like, heel turn when Judgment Day started, it was kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to take heel, but I feel like his face run whenever he was the tag champions with, like, Hulk Hogan and his stuff in the early SmackDown when he was part of the SmackDown 6 is stuff that people don't remember a lot about Edge. Um obviously rated our superstar stands out because he was the world champion and he was the most over guy on Monday night raw, you know, and this stuff with the judgment day, when he came back as part of judgment day, when he was the heel leader before being kicked out. And then, you know, now it's the feud with them. Um, but I think he, I think he plays a better heel than he does a face. Um, but I'm not as out on his face runs as the other two are. Right. Wasn't, um, TLC era, of him and Christian as a tactic, they were faces first, right? No, they, no, were, they were all they were always the oh, heels. That's football heel. They were the football heels. Heel? Okay. The Dudleys were the tweeners, and the Hardys were the faces. Yeah, right, right. right. The Dudleys, the Dudleys would um, get when they brought the tables out, but it, like if they pump fake the tables, they would automatically get booed the fuck out. So that's why I think when you look at the three teams, Edge and Christian were definitely the heels in that because they were always getting booed no matter what they did. Right, I, I'm, I'm heel obviously too. I mean, it's pretty easy. Um, all right, how about this one? Keith Lee. Uh, Mike? I don't think I've ever seen Keith Lee as a heel. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't wasn't think... Swer- he, I, I can't recall him as like glory? a... Wasn't, wasn't Swerve to Glory kind of a heel run, too? I would say that it was Swerve was a heel, which is why he finally just turned on him. Right. I wouldn't say yesterday. that Keith was a heel. Keith kind of wanted to try to win the matches the right way. Yeah. So I, I I'm gonna say incomplete because I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, a heel yeah, I don't think we've seen a full uh, heel run. I right, will scratch one. Yeah, we'll scratch one off. We'll scratch one off. All right, do another one. I have it at the back up here. Uh, Ricky Starks mentioned earlier. Okay, so his his face promo against Maxwell a couple weeks ago was arguably one of his best promos as a member of the All Elite Wrestling roster. But I need heel Ricky Starks. The flamboyant, the flashy shirts, the, the the all of that whenever he was with Team Taz before the neck injury and all of that. Like, yeah, give me heel Ricky Starks. I feel like he's just a vibe whenever he's a heel. Like, he's just – it's it's a whole other vibe whenever he – comes out and you know with the flashy shirts and just gets booed um i think he can play a great face let, let me let me say that but I, I think his heel work is just so much better joe yeah what mike said <laughs> um and and i i almost hate saying this because it almost sets up uh an expectation or or a bar that that is hard to reach, but when I look at Ricky Starks, I get very early like the Rocky Maivia to the Rock transition. Likewise, and so to me, it's got to be heel. It's got to be heel because that character, that vibe, is so much better as a heel than a face. Yeah, definitely heel. Um, but I am very curious about this face run here. And how long they'll stick to it before he goes back? I'm sure there'll, there'll be a moment where he'll go back to being heel again at some point. Oh, Probably absolutely, next, there has to be. Years. We'll see. 
Finally, last one here. Psycho Sid Justice. Um, or face Jim. I feel he was like awkwardly. I feel like he was awkwardly good and bad at both. <laughs> yeah. Um. Survivor Series '96 was the best one. He's like fist bumping the fucking crowd. Oh, I love that. There was that video this week, the one where like yeah. when you when you bring home everything from the store that your wife asked for. I sent that to my that, wife. She thought it was hilarious. That, that crowd wanted Brett to, or uh, Sean to lose so bad it, it didn't matter yep. who he was. Give fighting. me New York for you. I think I think he's in his best element as a heel. I was gonna say I don't think that he could be a face. I think they tried to make him a face and ended up with him feuding with Hogan. Um, let, let, let's go back and look at the Sid Justice Vicious timeline. Um, he almost destroyed Brian Pillman's life inside uh, WG. Um, he basically was killing people and having them wheeled out on a stretcher uh, at one point as, as one of his gimmicks. Um, you know, uh, his promos were always like sick and twisted. Yeah, I don't think he could be a face. Like, they tried it and it blew up in their face. Uh, Sid as a heel is the only thing Sid was fairly good at. So give me Sid. Give me Sid heel. Uh, Joe. I honestly don't care. Just give me Sid away from the ropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely heel. But I, he was, uh, that's a Sid. A that's a Sid drop, by the way. He felt close to a tweener though. Yeah. That's from the uh, those, that's with the car so wrapped up and shit. Yep. Why uh, me? No, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, def- definitely a heel, but he always like a little bit of a tweener, too. So I couldn't find the in marked fucking shingle. Juice, Love said, man. To listen to the episode. I'll say it's got a, it's in there somewhere. I know, but I don't think it was in the All last right. few minutes. Uh, I think it was a little bit earlier, so I got to go back in two thousands. What? All right, so I guess uh. Joe, bring it home. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how I thought. I'm lagging a little bit too. That's why I saw. I apologize. I don't know. Um. So anyway, if uh, Black Grinch is done talking, so if here's Jim, hit the button. Uh oh. Thank you. So racist. How's that racist? He's green. Anyway. If you're okay, take it back now, y'all. To, so, to, 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 today, Junior. <laughs> so let's say you were given free tickets, and we'll include like airfare and hotel, to any one wrestling show in the 2023 calendar year. That is not WrestleMania because that's too obvious of an answer. What show are you picking? Well, it'd be obvious for the two of them. WrestleMania. I know we wouldn't because we go every year. So, well, we can go for free. Yeah, I still would. I'm just saying, but okay, WrestleMania is too obvious. So that's like saying pick a football game from next season and you pick the Super Bowl. Like, duh, of course you're picking the Super Bowl. So let's take out the obvious answer. No WrestleMania. It can be anything else. It could be any other show from any other company. Big Show, House Show, Paul White. It could be anything. Go. I see what you did no, there. Mine, mine, mine is easy. I always want to go to SummerSlam. Really? Like I know Mania's even even if I brought, even if we allowed Mania in the conversation, 
and sh- certainly Manny is the bigger showdown, which is fucking quite obvious. To me, to me, SummerSlam in terms of like intrigue for me personally is on level. I've always loved SummerSlam. I've always had a thing for SummerSlam. Okay. So wait, if even if if you had the option for WrestleMania, you would still pick SummerSlam. I, see, that's tough now. I, I would probably still go to Mania, but I've always loved SummerSlam. To me, it's like, it's Mania definitely. No, I've not. Oh, the boy with dream hasn't come true. <laughs> no. <laughs> that makes me so but sad. I, 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 I want but, you to go to SummerSlam so bad. To me, he hasn't been to WrestleMania. To me, uh, he doesn't care no, about WrestleMania. Either. No, I love WrestleMania. But what I'm saying is that SummerSlam. Twelve years, but whatever. I've always loved Summer Has always been like, like that that next the, the next one to me is like always imp- of importance to me, like literally like on level Romania. All right, for me, that's fine. Uh, for me, um, and, and just to not re- not repeat an answer, and I don't think I I would have either. Um, I want to be in a crowd for a Royal Rumble. Yeah. So take take me to the Royal Rumble, man. Like been there for one of those. Yeah, I've never been to a Rumble. I wanted to go to the. There was one in Philly that I was gonna go to, and then that was the one where the fucking thirty eight inches of snow or whatever the fuck it was hit the Northeast. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that ain't happening. Let me ask you this, Jim: If you had to pick a Royal Rumble of the past to attend, which one would you pick? Intriguing. The first, the first one that comes to my mind is 2020 because that one was just fucking <laughs> like, and I'm not even making a joke because it's you. Um, but that it's over. That rumble since I since I have started watching wrestling again, which is since WrestleMania 26 and and beyond, that rumble what felt it felt like the only time that I can really remember, especially at least since the since we started doing 3CT stuff so basically the last decade it felt like the first one to me that i can think of where like nobody like there was nothing to complain about like it just felt like everything everything went right everything felt good um and i loved i loved matches on the undercard as well like that that and daniel also- bryan uh, bray wyatt match was great yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, give me uh, for lack of better thinking, give me give me uh 2020. And to add to that too also, Jim, that was like Kobe died. So that I needed that night. I needed Rumble that night. It came oh, through for me. Yeah. Rewind me back to so. 2019 when we were there in Phoenix. I'll 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 watch that one again in person. To 2019 for you. What about you, uh, Jim? Joe. I mean Joe, sorry, <laughs> Joe. Joe, sorry. I was like um, go again, Jim. Go again. Baby. Yeah, sorry. I was like, well, <laughs> run it back. Well, I, I just well, took 2020 on. <laughs> if I had to pick a Rumble to go to, and it's funny because it's not even for the Rumble match in this case, I'd go to 2000. Because, first of all, I never got to see a Rumble at Madison Square Garden, which makes me sad. It was always sold out anytime I tried to go to one. And that 2000 show's got that Triple H, Cactus Jack mm-hmm. match. Got the um, Hardys and Dudleys and a tables match. Like that's a great overall yeah. show, and the Rumble itself is a little predictable. But I mean, the Rumble is always fun. Like especially when you're there live, it's a good 
time, even if it's not a great rumble. I picked 1992 easily. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Just love that fucking rumble. Cool. Like 2020 another one, too. Yeah, I know. I get it. Well, what about SummerSlam, though? As I mentioned, SummerSlam. Yeah, pick uh, SummerSlam to, to attend. 90. Yeah. yeah I no, like 90s one, is that top good. three? Recent ones, yeah, we've been to all the good recent ones, so I don't feel. I yeah, don't feel like we we were one. we were at a couple of the Brooklyn ones. The we Toronto. were at Toronto. So Toronto. Like, we we covered so most of the recent years. Honestly, I recent ones, I'd go to this this year's. Yeah, this one was a good one. This year's yeah. SummerSlam was a fucking banger. Yeah. Two thousand two be mine. The one I pick. Two thousand two is a good one. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, but uh, Mike. So my, mine, my mat or my show, uh, and I'm gonna specifically do the one that's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, give me uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, give me the January fourth show. Um, I was looking at the card uh, for that, um, and we won't have a show before this goes live. So I just want to read off some of the matches. Uh, Joe will know some of these guys. Jim, you might is it down to one night again. So there it's are three nights, isn't it? No, no, there are twelve matches announced for night number one. January 4th. Jesus. Are they doing nights two and three, or are they just fine? I don't think and so. Not, this is going... not Tony Khan influence, right? No, they've <laughs> always... No, okay, no. They did this course. before Tony Khan knew what the fuck wrestling was. Okay. Um, let's, let, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Tony Khan got the option of marathon pay-per-views from, Ring of, uh, from New Japan. Uh, yeah. That, that's just being real, because Kenny and the Bucks came from New Japan. Um, so, they obviously, they have the New Japan Rambo. Uh, where they'll have the number one contender for the K- King of Pro Wrestling trophy. Uh, the Antonio Inoki Memorial Six-Man Tag Match featuring Minoru Suzuki, Tiger Mask, and Tatsumi Fujinami. Uh, great retro names there. Um, <laughs> Leo Rush is part of a junior team with uh, Yo. You know that? Leo Rush and Yo are a tag team? Is it not? Their, their, their team name is Lee Yo. <laughs> they, take on, they take on they take on TJ Perkins, the guy that WWE fired. Whatever. Mm. Um, Kyrie Sane takes on Tam Nakano for the women's title. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. versus Ren Narita for the television title. Carl Anderson with Luke Gallows takes on Tama Tonga. In the final match of the Great Muda's career in New Japan, uh, it's Muda Hiroshi Tanahashi and Shota Yumino versus Naito Sonata and Bushi. Uh, you got Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP United States title. And you got Jay White versus Okada for the IWGP world title. Um, those are just a couple of the matches. I didn't run down all the card because and give all the names because Ernest is going to look at me like I have three heads whenever I, you know, tell him one of the guy's names is literally um, El Desperado or. Um, oh, yeah. And FTR is going to take on Goto and Yoshihashi. Mm. So they probably got. What day is this again? January what day is uh, this? Uh, January 4th. Always January yeah, 4th. Yeah, it's always January 4th. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Day before we go to the year, right? Yeah, so we'll talk, I'll probably bring up, and they'll probably be the people that I nominate for the rest of the, of the week for that week, if I'm just being really honest. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to watch it, because I'll probably be working, because it's at fucking like 4 a.m., and it's normally a 
five hour show. I mean, if you want, if you want to do a uh, like a like a preview, like a little spit up pod and preview and on the feed. Yeah, I might, I might. I gotta see what Joe's availability is because I don't want to bring you on because you don't yeah. know what the fuck you're talking about. So no, no, no. I'm, I won't be on it. Just send me, just send me shit. And I'll fucking do the rest. Yeah, no, no. That that that's obvious. But yeah, I just yeah. I think I think it's gonna be. I think this specific one, you know, Great Muda's last match, the Inoki Memorial Six Man Tag. Um, the good title matches, Osprey versus Omega, has been built up for years. Um, so you're finally gonna get that banger of a match. Um, obviously, Carl Anderson mm-hmm. up being a member of the WWE roster, defending a New Japan title on that show, very big deal. Yeah, you're gonna have an AEW guy and a WWE guy wrestling on the same card in title matches. Who thought that on the bingo card of 2022, 2023? Because it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, did you give yours? Not a bad card, actually. I got some people in there. All right. I was originally going to say the Royal Rumble also, but in the interest of having a different answer, I'm going to go ahead and go with Double or Nothing. I think being in Vegas would be fun. I think that's the original kind of flagship <laughs> show for AEW. Like, as much as All Out gets the kind of WrestleMania slot, I think, in a lot of people's minds, is like AEW's big show every year. That's because, like, unfortunately, every time that they've had All Out, they've had somebody debut that's taken like, right. the fucking steam away but, from But it. the truth is, though, the original AEW show, because All In was not the original AEW show. All In was a con that fucking the Young Bucks and Cody pulled off on Ring of Honor. Yep. You know, like, yeah, it was kind of a prequel show, but it's not. Like, Tony Khan had no involvement in all that. No, they basically sold. They had to buy. Tony Khan had to buy Ring of Honor. Right. To be able to to have the rights to that footage. Exactly. So, like, I don't, like, to me, the original AEW show, the one that, like, I tie to AEW more than anything else every year, is Double or Nothing. And I feel like it could be a very fun show to attend. Like I was saying earlier, it's one that I'm genuinely interested in trying to go see this year. And, you know, Mike and I have talked about it a little bit. But, like, it'll be a lot more enjoyable if storylines and everything AEW is actually pretty good come May. And I don't know if that's going to be a thing. But I feel like it's still got that WrestleMania aspect to it where it's like, it's kind of fun to just go to. I, I think we'll be able to figure out our decision based on what happens at Revolution. Probably. So I think that's where that lays. I think that one could be a fun one. I like a. I okay. think AEW. That's their main show in my head. The same way, like back in the day, if I could have gone to a WCW show, I probably would have gone to a Halloween Havoc before I went to like a Starcade. Uh, someone who's been to multiple Starcades, yeah, Starcade. It's always Starcade. <laughs> Yeah, Starcade or the only, no, the only two choices were Starcade or, or Halloween Havoc. Havoc. That was it. Like Great American Match. You want to yeah. tell me that like the specific show where Hogan uncensored? Turned... No, I <laughs> oh, no, dude. They had some really terrible right. uncensored. Let's be real here. <laughs> the uncensored appreciated. Yeah. But I mean, the, like if it's Paul not Wyatt. those two, like the only the one, like I would, I would say Fall Brawl because I love the WG. Like that's me. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's specifically because of that match. Like. Show show wise, like the only other one that would make sense would be like a like World War Three, Great American Bash. Hey Jim, would you go to Hog Wild? Oh fuck no. Um, no. <laughs> if I had to pick a WCW one to go to, I would go to I would go to '96 Bash at the Beach, right? 
Yeah, I think that. Oh, hell yeah! Well, that's, they're just bashing at the beach in general. That, like hot garbage, though. Can we bash at the beach in general, though? Because I feel like, especially whenever they were doing them like out outdoors, like that's just a fun. that's just a fucking party. If I had to pick any WCW show in history to have gone to, it's probably Starcade '96. Because you had some great wrestling on that show. '96 or '97. Was that Piper Hogan? Was that Piper Hogan? Piper and Hogan, right? Hogan, but you also had on that on, but you had Rey Mysterio and Liger on that show. Mm-hmm. You had Dean Malenko mm-hmm. and Ultimo Dragon on that oh, show. I know, I was like, there. You were at '96. I was at '96 and '97. '97. You were '96 too. I think I was at '96, '97. You were at '98 because you were there when Goldberg lost. Yeah, I think I was there for all three. Give me the what was it, the Halloween Havoc, the Mysterio versus Mysterio Eddie. versus Eddie. Yeah. Give me that one too. I'll go to fucking uh, Nitro in July '98. We'll go over the title. <laughs> I mean, on, I mean, honestly, like, <coughs> I think that there random Nitro. No, I mean, I I think yeah. there are certain shows that you would pick out of like the lot, but like the great Amer- any of the great American bashes, like you were getting bangers, like, and honestly, like, you have Nash and Hall putting fish off through a fucking table, uh, on the one. You know, before Hogan turns, there's just so many like memorable shows. But then at the end, it's just like this company fell apart because of mismanagement mm-hmm. from the people that owned it. Right. And the fact I'll that, say as much, though. And the fact I, that Turner didn't want fucking wrestling anymore. Right. Something uh, that if I pick any show in, forget about, by the way. Right. If I pick any show ever in the history of the world, it will be the show that uh, Jim Intermark was at. Intermark was at 35 years ago. Fucking September, Senate main event when the Mega Powers uh, got together. You, you, you just killed the segment. You just. Why? I, I love that show. It was a good show, actually. I just. Jim, What's wrong with that you, show, buddy? Jim, if you can find that club, event. read it out to us. I just anyway, fuck all that, man. Rest of the week, last one of the year. Yeah, even you don't want to read out that card. That's how bad it was. I get it. No, it was Sika, Hogan and Sika, Hogan and Sika, uh, Savage's Honky, uh, the Heart Foundation. Yeah, that was a shitty show, actually. <laughs> wow, <laughs> thing sucks. Savage Hogan stuff. You got through the Hogan. But here's match, the deal. Look, you got through the Savage match. You started to talk about the tag match. You go, yeah, that show sucks. Here's the deal. I can understand. Like you, somebody your age, like Mark, old as shit, wanting wanting to be wanting yeah. wanting to be able to tra- time travel and go back to that show, but to say that out of all the wrestling shows of all time, that that's the one you would go back. To, that's where you lost me. Formation of the NWO. <laughs> nope. Future, future se- no no. WrestleMania three. Future topic next. Nope. I tell you what. Future topic. Future topic. And I'll probably do this probably next couple of weeks when we, get, when we get back here. Pick the five sh- wrestling shows. I don't care what it is. It could, it could be a Raw, it could be a Mania, whatever. Pick five sh- random shows you would you would go you would go to attend in hindsight. Yeah, but for real, er- Ernest Ernest the kind of guy who chooses to go back to WrestleMania three, but also gives himself tickets in like section four hundred and thirty five. <laughs> can we He's do this? Dra- can we do this draft style? 
I feel like draft style. Well, how, how would we do that though? How can we do that though? Once oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what we do? Okay, once, so you would it's off the board. It's off the board. Come with more than five. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. Random, you can't you can't double shows. up on show. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. I'm probably taking Bash at the Beach '96. Somebody else is probably gonna take that because of the formation of the NWO. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't double I, up a show. In fact, yeah, you know what? I, I, I'll tell you what, Michael, that's, that's my topic for, the, for our January first show of the year. Okay, okay. Cool. write it down and tell us that week. I'll, no, I'll put it in. I'll put it on the dryer. Right let's, let's go. Let's 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 get the wrestlers of the week and let's close this shit out. He's ready to go to sleep. Goddamn right I am. I've been sitting here. I am too. Eight o'clock. Um, let's, uh, let's go first this time. Yo, are you time. are you making picks this week, or are you? Did you watch wrestling, or do you not know what's going on? Um, just so I know what I need to do. I'm scared to know. Yeah. All right. I'm Joe's making picks. So since Joe didn't get picks last week, he gets the, the three this week. Joe picked. Oh, man. You didn't tell me I was going to have three picks. Buddy, just figure it out. Nah. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's start with um, Bailey. Huh. All right. uh, I'm going to take the AEW women's champion who had a banger of a match. Give me Jamie Hayter. Jim. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns, new three-time Impact Tag Team Champions. We'll pick, man. That's give, we'll me, pick. give me uh, KO and Seth. Beat the bloodline this week. Beat the Usos this week. Uh, Joseph? Um, standing half nine next week. Yes. Only thing, only thing I saw was Braun Breaker fucking try to try to spear was, uh, Jason, Jason Waller, and they did the Bret Hart fucking. I mean, the New Day yeah. retained the tag titles. All right, there we go, New Day. New Day. Always big. You just got super excited to yell New Day. At yeah. Don't do that. In my house. Yeah, don't do that. My wife might come out and murder you at some point. If she does, I will make sure that this video gets burned to the fucking ground. I can. Um, Let's see. Who am I going with? Let's see. I have to find something that I actually want to pick. You know what? Fuck it. Give me Rhea Ripley beating Akira Tozawa in the... Uh... Oh, I have that on the list, too. Yeah, oh, well, you'll be all right. Yeah. Give, me, give, me, give me old Rhea Ripples. Your gender match. Uh, Jim. Give me... Gunther retained his uh, Intercontinental title last Friday on SmackDown. That's a good Ooh. pick, man. That's a good pick. Give me uh, Alexa Bliss, who turned on Bianca this week. Need another person that I can just automatically not put in my fucking rankings this month. Awesome, love it. Thanks for the easy pick, bud. Uh, Joseph, yeah. final pick of the of the 2022 season. I mean, they beat the best tag team in pro wrestling, right? So, Jesus. Let me get the ass, boys. Not the first time I've said that sentence recently. Uh, it's not surprising. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, there was a comma between nope, S and boys nope, last time I said nope, it. But... Nope. 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 All right. Uh-oh. All right, fellas. Any final, thoughts, any final thoughts before the year's over? With that being said, uh, I'll get you guys the final list uh, probably tomorrow. Get your votes in. Please don't wait until fucking this. De- January 3rd for me to have to fucking hunt you down to figure this out um, so that I can get the final because whoever is the, the wrestler of the year will be determined off of this. So please 
as soon as you guys can. I'll get it to you guys tomorrow once I get home from work. So it'll probably I'll be tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll tell you or something. Um, also, uh, we will have a format change for wrestler of the month next month. Um, we'll announce that on the January 5th show because I've got to remember exactly what we agreed upon. So that'll be something that we discuss off air, obviously. Um, Text. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll start the, uh, the, the, the closing. Uh, I'm going to start with like, like what I want to not, not plugging my shit, but I want to say uh, before we, before we start the plugging of said social medias. Um, He's a plugging. Uh, that's why I said plugging social media because I knew he was going to perk up real quick. So I was trying not to fucking let that be a thing. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, uh, I, I said this. I said this on the uh, the Five Fighting podcast as we as I wrapped that up. Um, super thankful to uh, to have the year that we had. Um, you know, we were able to uh, turn this show from a three man army to a four man army uh, by getting Jim aboard on a more permanent role. Um, super happy yeah, about that. Super, uh, super happy to be able to, uh, share the, the airwaves with him as well as you guys again, uh, for the year that was, um, 2023, now, 2023 will be a, uh, will be a banner year, uh, for the Faith wrestling podcast. I think, um, you know, we couldn't do it. Um, you know, I couldn't do it without the three of you guys. I couldn't do it without people that listen to this thing. Um, so, you know, before we uh, start wrapping up with our uh, other stuff, so I just wanted to, to drop that as we get ready to get into Christmas. Uh, and we won't have a New Year's show, obviously, unless, you know, I do a preview with Joe for the New Japan show. Um, so it's one of those things where 2022, as we close the, uh, the, the book, um, my life's been pretty tumultuous, especially over the last uh, four months. So the fact that I've had the escape um here on Thursday nights with you guys it's been something that's keep me uh keep me grounded um and it's something that I know that I needed early in September and, and when my life got flipped turned upside down so you know I had uh I had a good run in 2022 I'm ready to see what happens in 2023 uh on to bigger and better uh for for all of us so cheers work Joe what is this Porno music. No, it's new. It's our new world order. It's a new theme song. It sounds like we're on. It's eighties NWO. It's NWO. Yeah, it's like an eighties remix. <laughs> this is definitely a manual in space number nine. No, it's not. I love this song. I'm just. Do you have final thoughts for 2022? Um, let's see. I'd like to thank Jesus. I'd like to no. know. Um, I'd like to thank Jewish people. Happy Hanukkah. Um. Without you, there would not be circumcised penises, and those are some of my favorite things. How do I know um, this is going to happen? Uh, I'd like to thank Ryan, without whom I would not know Aunt Betty, and I've grown very close to her. Um, you could say there's negative six inches between us sometimes. Um, let's see. I'd like to... Just music is throwing me off. I can't do it anymore. I'm good. <laughs> I'm so glad that the music just fucked you up. Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't a circle-sized penis? Do you off? No, no. That wouldn't throw him off. It would throw the rest of us off. <laughs> it was more the Aunt Betty comment that you didn't have your headphones on. Look, I'm comfortable that. enough in my manhood that a penis wouldn't throw me off. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do the same things with it that Joe would, but I, I would be able to continue I with what I'm doing with my life. 
This is an organ. Look at the fuck. Right? I, I don't even know how to follow that. This show that. is fucking off the rails again. I don't know how to follow that. Joe, um, are, you, are you done, Joe? I mean, at least we waited yes, till at least, at least we waited till twelve fifty-five for it to go off the rails. It didn't go off the rails. Like yeah, I mean that's 11. that's um that's when the like when the bad like the infomercials would be on that, <laughs> that you know you get in trouble All watching. Right. Uh no, look. Go ahead, go ahead, Jim. Um, obviously I, I wasn't even a part of the, the show when 2022 began. Um, so being here and being a part of it every week, uh, was, was definitely unexpected. Uh, I, I enjoy being here. Um, I, I've told every, um, group of podcasters that I work with, um, this week that, uh, cause, cause I, I'm, I'm actually taking, well now huddle up will be on next week, but I'm taking next Thursday off. Um, it'll be my first Thursday, not podcasting and God, I don't even remember. Uh, but, but I, I, I appreciate all you guys. Um, I appreciate the people who do listen to this and, 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 uh, take the time out of their day to, to listen to us, um, have fun, uh, sitting around talking with friends. So, um, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I look forward to what we can do in, in 2023 and, um, and yeah, hope you guys have a great holiday. Hope everybody listening has a great holiday. No, like I said, uh, thank you guys for a happy Oh my God, stop! I'm gonna. Is that the instinct? Is that the instinct version? Yes. Yeah. It's the instinct version. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Mike. You. <laughs> no, uh, thank you guys, especially especially the last couple months. Uh, it's pulling for me in the last uh, two months. You know, with some some something personal here too, especially with at home. But uh, it's been good. I, I, I'm really excited about this show, especially too, with uh, being a four-man group now, especially with Jim on board. You know, I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised still that you do this because you know you. I mean, I, look, you, you record literally two uh, two shows of your podcast, you know, before you come on here. And in fact, you have the energy to stick to stay up this late. Well, yeah, like, we time, like we're recording at one o'clock in the morning right now. I was say it's I one in the morning. I've been in this chair since before eight p.m. Eastern time. I think it's more. Last not numb. Completely no. Yeah, say. Like, don't get any ideas. Don't get any ideas, Joe. You have to go pee. You have to go pee. I, 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 I piss between the shows. Okay. Was that Mike? Was I think it? it's more of a war of attrition that he deals with you for more time than he fucking needs to. Yeah, I was gonna say I put up with you on Tuesdays. It's amazing I could do it again yeah. on Thursdays. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. But no, it's been a great year. Um, we've been doing this now three years. Um, you know, when my Passions in the world, passions in the world, pro wrestling. I mean, we'll continue doing it in 2023. So, uh, you know, fellas, have a Merry Christmas and Happy can New I, Year. Can I pitch a new podcast for next year? I don't, Jim, you can have it on your network. Ernest, you can have it on yours. Maybe we'll just start our own network. But okay, it's called, okay, it's called Turn Your Head and Cough. And I interview people while touching their balls, right? So, like... Mike, close it up, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, you can follow the show at Take the Number Three Wrestling as always. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, you can buy merchandise. Huddle up, uh, not huddle up. Wow. Uh, wow. com slash Take Three Wrestling Podcast. You can find our three T-shirt designs there. Uh, and that's it for 2022. So as I always say, when you're Take Three Wrestling, you're Take Three Wrestling for life.